My Mummy Smile with me, Amy, and welcoming back Daisy. Hello. <laughs> so, firstly, congratulations on your new job, Thank Daisy. You. I know we listened to you a few sort of weeks back, and we were talking about our boys starting school mm. and juggling them now at school and with work. And at that time, you were kind of only working weekends. Yeah. Now your new job. Oh, I know. <laughs> no more weekends. No more weekends. Focusing on during the week, which gives you just kind of family time, chill time with the boys that you weren't getting before. Exactly. So congratulations. That's that's just brilliant, (laughs) brilliant news. And in the build up to Christmas as well, with all the kind of activities and events, you'll actually get to spend some time exactly all together rather than briefly in the evening when it's all just manic, quick bath bed yeah that's it and then again rushing in the morning yeah yeah no more you get some more time i can't wait it's my first (laughs) weekend where i'm not working so i'm like i've got that friday feeling yes (laughs) yeah and you've got a lovely kind of occasion coming after the weekend as well so you can actually go and thinking i'm taking time off work and i'm not getting paid or anything like that you can just go and let your hair down and enjoy (laughs) thank you yes i will (laughs) So this episode we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about race and that's something sort of in particular to you Daisy because sort of you, um, your partner is black so Mm -hmm. together um, your children are mixed race and we think that's a really important topic um, to sort of be discussing because there'll be so many other people in the same situation Mm -hmm. as you and we just kind of want to talk about um, what what your kind of experience is mm-hmm. um, and how your boys are, if there's any kind of dealing with any questions that they might have, just lots of information really about yeah. that. So um, firstly, like, would you identify like, your children as mixed race? Would that kind of be the terminology to use? Because I know, you know, to go into it, sometimes you think, oh, am I saying the right thing? Yeah. What What's the correct term? You know, in this day and age, we're so kind of scared of, talking about these issues that we kind of just ignore it and we don't kind of find out for ourselves what the right terms are yeah I think it's it's something that obviously people haven't have been too afraid to talk about Mm -hmm. or ask questions like does this is this the right way to to explain this or does this offend you like am I being offensive with this type of language but for me and for Taylor, we say mixed race. The boys are mm-hmm. mixed race. I'm white, Taylor's black. And that is, you know, that is what they are. They yeah. are mixed race. They're um, a mixture of both of you, yeah. just like their DNA is. Exactly. Their co- the skin colour is. Yeah. So we, we don't have any issues with that. We don't feel any sort of negative way about it. Um, so, yeah. So that's that's how we look at, yeah, how we look at that. But I don't know if that goes from across the board. There might be other mums and dads out there that do feel away about mixed race um might prefer biracial mm-hmm. I, I don't i don't know but particularly for us i can only obviously speak for myself and for yeah. my partner we yeah mixed race is what we what we use the term that we use lovely yeah okay thank you <laughs> so um i thought we'd kind of go back to focus on you and Taylor as a couple to begin with and just kind of how your family responded with you both being together Mm -hmm. and sort of both sort of like cultures almost like mixing together how was that for you I think to kind of explain it correctly I have to kind of because my family um very very open Mm -hmm. um reasons 
being, I've always dated outside my race. Mm-hmm. So previous relationships were um, with black cop men and Asian. So I've never been with in a relationship with a white man. Yeah. I know that might sound, you know, unusual for some people. And my my sister, that's three years younger than me, is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Exactly the same. And I was brought up in a very um, the music basically that we listened to was black yeah black music black very much in like the black culture um my biological dad he was an advocate for black black people wow. he spoke to us very openly yeah. about the slave trade he spoke to us when we were really young and wanted us to understand the struggles that, of yeah. what black people had yeah. been through. Didn't shy away from it. No. So you were exposed to we it. We were exposed yep. to it. And we asked questions to him. Because I grew up in a town that is predominantly white. And if there was a black family in the town, or if there was an Asian family, you knew what who they were, you knew where they lived. Yeah. It was that rare. Yeah. So um, I think it was important that we understood those things for your apple sorry my son just about to pass me his apple <laughs> he's finished <laughs> Thanks, <hello. laughs> um so yeah so from a really young age we were kind of exposed um to black music and we just fell in love with that mm-hmm. i don't know if that's had an impact on who we've chosen and dated or it never seemed it never seemed to be something that me and my sister were like we're not dating white guys we only want, it was never like that, but it's just what you kind of way. gravitated toward. Gravitated that was towards, who you found yeah. attractive, you exactly. know, attractive, and and it's just that's who that's how it just went. And mm. I think for Taylor's family, um, it wasn't so. Basically, there, I wasn't the first um, white person to come into their family. Yeah. Um, his family from Gabon in Africa, and. They, Taylor was bought, uh, born in Africa, in Gabon, and his mum was very young, at 16 years old, when she wow. had Taylor. Wow. Um, and that we don't really know much about Ty- Taylor's biological father. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she went on to have his two sisters with another man. And she, again, she was very young, so you imagine three, mm-hmm. three children, very young. Yeah. And she struggled. She needed some help, yeah, and she sport. had her, she had her mum, which is Taylor's nan. Yeah, basically take Taylor, and raise right. him from the age of like four or five years old, mm-hmm. which I think is very hard. Was hard for Taylor. There was an element to that that was difficult. Yeah. But she then met a white Scottish man in Gabon, and he was working on like ships there out there yeah. at the time. They fell in love, and they got married. And Taylor grew up with that as his dad, and he would call Taylor his son, and exactly. that would be his dad. Yeah, and that Taylor, that that's my dad. Yeah. So obviously, growing up, Taylor knew no different than that. Mm-hmm. He never ever thought, well, how you know you're white, I'm black. Like, yeah. How does that look that. to like society? He never thought about it. Now mm-hmm. he's like, wow, my dad, like at that particular time, and we're talking like you know thirty odd years ago. Mm-hmm he must have come up against it, you know, yeah. like some comments and ignorance and, yeah. you know, all of that sort of stuff. Because it's still around today, but you yeah, think, yeah, exactly. But back then it was more blatant. Ago. It was yes. more acceptable as well yeah. to be that blatant. 
Because just like it. you were saying in your sort of like town, for it to, you know, you, you had like a, um, a family that was seen as different because mm, of their skin 100%. colour and their yeah. culture. Yeah that was a lot more kind of common. I remember going to school and you wouldn't have, it would be predominantly white mm-hmm. again. So you wouldn't have that necessarily that exposure to, you know, the different skin colours and you'd come across and be like, oh, oh, okay. You know, yeah. and luckily as ch- like a child, I never thought anything different, but it does make you think. So now when you look at schools and towns, there's so much diversity there. Yeah. You know, and hopefully with our children being brought up in them, they'll exactly. just see it as the norm. Exactly. But there is still that kind of element there is. of, isn't there, still there is. kind of, you know, someone might see someone as different mm. and treat them that way. Yeah, of course. And I think it does obviously come with, with what they are taught at home. Or, yes. You know, that kind yeah, of comes definitely. into play Their upbringing well. and their kind of, their parents' beliefs and how they've been brought yeah. up. And But in terms of, like, family accepting the fact that I'm white and Taylor's black, we were very lucky, we didn't have, I never came up against any kind of negativity from Taylor's family, he, you know, the same for him, Um, but it was only when we came back down to where I'm from, the town that I'm from, and we would um, pop to like the local shop and everyone would be like, who's this black man in the shop? And he would yes. be watched and stared at, yeah. and he would feel that. He'd be like, "Well, I'm not Redding anymore," because Redding's a lot more diverse yeah. than obviously where I'm from. So that is the only type of cultural difference. And like, he was brought up obviously by a, a, a white man. So culturally, we've not got that imbalance or that struggle yeah. of, um, oh, but I'm not used to how you're doing things, or you know, there's a different yeah. language barrier in terms of like and I'm not talking about like literally a different language but like in terms of well this is how I was brought up and this is how I was brought up mm-hmm. we kind of just it's it's quite in sync, sync together yeah yeah which I guess would make it much easier when you're trying to bring up your own children yeah, because 100%. your kind of ideals and your values are kind of similar yeah and we want the boys to be very in touch with both sides their black heritage and their white heritage yeah. so we want them to you know, know all about Africa. Yeah. We want to know all about, you know, where daddy's from, where mummy's from, you know, where they're from. Exactly. So yeah. it's Who they are. really important. Mm. And I, yeah, I want them to, to have that and not feel like, you know, they can't ask they have to, Yeah, they have to hide or, yeah. you know. Which is really sad when Taylor was at school. And this is when, actually, we only... To be completely honest with you, me and Taylor have never really spoke about race until mm-hmm. recently. I'll say in the last year. Yeah. And I think that was down to the BLM movement, which we'll probably get onto in a little bit. But he turned around and actually told me. And I remember this at school. I don't know if you remember this, but I think it was we had the perception of Africans being poor. Mm-hmm. And we were taught, you know, everybody in Africa's poor. Yeah. And they've not got this life and da 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 Because you'd see the adverts, wouldn't you? Yeah, like waterways and things like that. And that was your kind of view yeah. of what oh God, they it must be yeah. like across yeah. that whole con- con- the whole of that continent. Yeah. Anyone that comes from there is poor. You mm-hmm. know, all that, that kind of sort of outlook on it. Yeah. So when Taylor was at school, he would tell people he's Caribbean. He was... He didn't want to tell people he's oh, from Africa, right. yeah, because he didn't want to be associated, associated with being, being poor, poor or being less deprived, or yes. deprived. He yeah. was like, oh, you know, and he said it's really sad that I, I did had that. to hide his actual, yeah. actual real identity and was, be proud. I'm African, but be proud, and that is the lack of education and knowledge 
that is put into black culture and mm -hmm. black history, in, especially in Africa, because there's so much history in Africa yeah. that is rich. You know, yeah. think about the stuff that's actually in Africa. The place is filled with, you know, um, just, what, what, what's the word that I'm looking for? There's so much, there is still so much richness yes, in there. that's what I'm and, you know, And yeah. not in terms of like money, but just the culture itself. Mm. It's so and vibrant what's actually, and what's actually, like, A lot of stuff that gets imported is from Africa because yeah. they've got all of the, you know, the, the best stuff over there yeah. naturally. Yes. Like, you know, the best fruits and the best, you know, all of this kind of like natural elements that we want over mm -hmm. here. Um, so yeah, so it's just, it, it's sad, but it, I don't want the boys to ever feel like that. Yeah, ever be ashamed to be African. No, no, and I, yeah, I would I would really hope that you know whether it's bringing them up in Reading or wherever you were to be across the country that they would be able to, like you said, ask those questions and yeah. feel like they could explore both sides, like the white and the black heritage, yeah. and be able to kind of ask questions and if they're you know if they're concerned about anything or you know maybe someone's um said something at school then that they're not quite sure that, that they've got that confidence to come to you and taylor and be like oh you know and then yeah. it i think it is definitely really important to be educating yeah sort of people um because quite rightly you know things have changed in such a sh really 30 years like sh such a short amount of time um, and I think that's why I was saying at the beginning, you know, sometimes because things have changed so quickly that we're kind of like, oh, am I going to offend somebody? Mm -hmm. Am I speaking correctly? Am I yeah. saying the right terms? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what did um, so you talked about kind of how your families reacted um, to you, which was basically yeah. <laughs> just welcome, just, open yeah. arms like yeah. it was absolutely normal, which is fantastic. Did you ever feel like as a couple just in society like going to like the shops together because obviously Taylor would be perceived like you've mentioned he might be kind of watched and things but like as a couple did you have you ever felt like negativity towards your relationship yeah um I get like yeah yeah we have like it's not been to the point where anybody's actually like said anything vocally to mm -hmm. us um it's it's a, it's a it's quite a difficult one to explain because I wasn't exposed to racism the way that I have been since being with Taylor, Taylor yeah. and obviously having the boys because I'm white, you know, mm -hmm. I have that white privilege. privilege yeah. And um, now, you know, being with Taylor, being in an interracial relationship, obviously there are people that don't agree with that mm -hmm. and people from both sides, white and black. Um, I know when I'm being watched by black women, I feel it, I know. Um, and I've had that happen quite a lot in Reading I'd be mm -hmm. honest um, and treat me differently because of it treat us differently because of it treat Taylor differently because yeah. of it because he's with a white woman um, and you know you get the the white people looking at you um, and even when we're with the boys it's it's like one of those things I think that some people that don't like to believe that racism is in the UK and I can understand why um it's like when you hear a black person say or an Asian person say they had these experiences and you go, well, it can't be that bad. Do you know yes. what I mean? Like it's, yeah, yeah, throwing or, it out of proportion. They're kind of making these sort of things. Yeah. Like they've seen an odd look and then they've oh, taken they it the wrong... Yeah, it. they've taken but it the wrong way. Honestly, mm -hmm. it's a 
you just know when you're being looked at like mm-hmm. that. You feel it. You, it's this gut thing that kicks in. And you're like, you know. You know mm-hmm. why you're being looked at. And, it, and it's happened to me with the boys a lot. And it's, I'm so fiercely protective mm-hmm. of any mum is yes. of their children. Yes. Especially when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I've stared at people to, to make them know that I know that they are looking at my children and me. You know, and I look at them back, and then they're, they're like, Whoa, um, yeah. oh God, okay. You know, they choose, she's clocked onto it. And I can know they're whispering to each other the same things, you know, sort oh, of. And it's really yeah. difficult to keep your comp- composure yeah. because you want to go over there and be like, you know, uh, what's your, yeah, like, what's, you know, your, what's your problem? Yeah, what? and like, can I educate you? And yeah, sort of like, exactly. <laughs> how my family has, is working yeah. and how it's set yeah. up. Because yeah. And it's, you know, yeah. sad that you have that outlook. Yeah. I feel sorry for you. Like, but, you know, the boys are there. We just, you know, carry on. And they don't notice it at this age. And this I was going to say, yeah. So, you know, it's not impacting up on them. Um, at the moment, they they don't, they haven't picked up on anything outside of, you know, the house. Um, I was going to say, with, like, Isaiah, now he's starting school, mm. is there sort of any questions that he's now coming home with that kind of you know, link to his skin colour? Yeah. He um, he asked me what pigmentation was. Right. Which he hasn't mentioned to me before, and it's not something that we've specifically spoke about, like, the word pigmentation. Mm. But I was like, oh, okay. I said, oh, mummy, what's pigmentation? And I, what does your your pigment mean like that and wow. I and I said oh okay I said um can my mummy just ask you a question he was like I said where did you hear that word yeah and he was like oh I don't know I don't know and didn't really expert like give much information to where he heard it so I don't actually know where he's heard it so it's quite like a technical it's, it's a technical, technical word for like a four-year-old to just kind of come yeah. out and ask you isn't yeah. it yeah um so yeah so I just explained it to him I said you know what pigment means and where, where your pigmentation comes from um so that is really as far as he as questions he's okay. asked me but when um can i be really honest yeah when i had the boys i genuinely hand on heart never thought i'd have to talk to them about race mm. i never thought i'd have to talk to them about the skin color and if anything i was against that I was like, I don't want to make their skin colour a thing. thing. Yeah. I don't want to make them feel like it's they like they need to be treated differently. Treated differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want them to be insecure of it or conscious mm-hmm. of it or feel like, you know, out in public, like all that, you know, I just didn't want to put any sort of seeds in their head to make them feel like that. So that is where my stance was post BLM. Mm-hmm. And I remember when my niece was born and she's like nine now. And my sister's husband saying to her, we need to talk to her about race and we need to talk to her about her skin colour. Me, my mum, my sisters were like, no, 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 don't do it. You know, yeah, we don't were make it a thing. Yeah. Don't make it a thing. Da, da, da. But now, since BLM and educating myself, that was my white privilege because obviously no one's ever had to talk to me about my skin colour. Yes. So, of course, that's the, how I thought that would be for my children. But... It is so important that me and Taylor have those conversations with the boys mm-hmm. because at some point in their life, whether we like it or not, 
they will come up against some type of discrimination. Yeah, and if they've and got that education got themselves, that education they feel know. confident and comfortable in their own skin because they know exactly. where they are yeah. from. They're able to kind of hopefully yeah. be able to deal with it better. And, and like, I hope you know what? that's what you believe. That's how you've been brought up. But I know better and I know yeah. myself. Yeah, and I hope <clears> they have that, you know, with the knowledge and the and they have that confidence to know that, and that it doesn't hurt them as much. It's like, mm-hmm. imagine yeah. if we just didn't speak to them about it and then someone else still goes, your mummy's white and your daddy's black. Like, you know, I made a comment about it. And it becomes it. a bit of a and then he's taboo like, oh. and then he doesn't know, well, you've not brought it yeah. up with like, oh, him. Yeah, how right. am, I, am I meant to speak to my mummy and daddy yeah. about this? Or am I meant to just keep it to myself? Because, you know, there might be comments that actually hurt him and he might not be able to deal with them. And yeah. then... You mean don't want him to bottle all those kind of negative feelings up inside because no. he's going to start believing what he's then told, isn't yeah. he? And it will become a bigger thing. Whereas if his... you, you and Taylor have had that conversation with him to begin with, he already knows who he is. Yeah, exactly. So it's really important that we do that. And obviously at the right time. Yeah. So we're not like, yes. you know, it doesn't have to be. I think as well, a lot of people don't like the idea of it because it's like, racism yeah. you know yes. like it's heavy yes. and it and it is heavy when you really look at racism it's heavy it's heartbreaking it's awful yeah. when you look at it back in the historical you know in our country in this country yeah. what black people had to go through is awful but it doesn't have to be that no it doesn't it's very we don't know, have to be caught up in that not cycle. right now if they want to learn about that which i'm sure they will when they're old enough Charles, you know, it's, it's part of our history, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. But it just is light conversations. It's just yes. asking very small questions. Like, so I, I, I did, when BLM happened, I did research, I did look up and I was like, when do you talk to your children about racism? Mm-hmm. Or when do you, and it was as early as preschool age, four, you know? And yeah. so I was like, okay, so I really kind of need to be, not having like in-depth, De- deep no. conversations, but no. I need to be having light conversations with him yeah um so i just basically said to him i said you know you know at preschool i said you've got all of your friends i said they're most of them are white and you know you've got brown skin so how does that make you feel so just basically asking him how does that make you feel? yeah um and he said nothing like it's fine nothing so i didn't like kind of react to it good yeah um and and then i said um to him I said, oh, you know, daddy's black skin, mummy's white skin, and you're brown, and you've got brown skin. Um, I said, how does that make you feel? And he was like, oh, not not very good. And I was like, oh, okay. Why does that make you not mm-hmm. feel good? And he's like, because you're you're white, and me, daddy, and Elijah, are black. And I and I then said, okay, that's fine that you feel like mm-hmm. that, but let me explain to you why it's not a bad thing. And so I, you know, had a little chat with him, yeah. and I just said, you know, the reason that your skin colour is the way that it is, is because of mummy. I said, you, you've got my skin colour in you. Yeah. And he started to smile. And then he, you know, I was like, look, I said, if I was to fall over at the same spot and hurt my, my body, the same time as you, at the same spot, the same part of our body, I said, we would bleed the same colour. Yeah. It would be red blood that would come out of us. I said, it doesn't matter what skin colour we are. 
I said, I'm your mum, mm-hmm. you're my son, sort of thing. And then we gave a hug and had a nice moment. Yeah. So it's just those moments, I think, that that was really important because I didn't know that he felt like that. No. I didn't know that he felt like that was a negative thing, that I'm white and yeah. they're black. And he kind of saw me as the outsider. So I think that's brilliant that you then did sort of your own research mm. and then knew, right, okay, I need to be bringing this up yeah. now. Because like you said, before you even had your children, you kind of thought, well, I don't even need to talk no. about race. And yeah. you think, God, if I'd left that even longer... And Isaiah had those feel feelings. How would that have an impact on our bond, uh, you know, in the future? Whereas if you've kind of quickly nipped it in the bud early on, and then he's thinking, "Oh, actually, I don't need to be worried about that. I don't need to look as mummy being like look at mummy as being different. different. We're all we we may all have this different colours in our family, but we are still a family. A family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it was interesting actually to to learn that he identifies himself as black. Yeah. So Yeah, it's interesting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, so that's... I mean, for me, that was a nice thing. I was like, I'm so glad because I, I think a lot of the time... Um, we, Whether they get can, a bit confused between, yeah, oh, am I, I meant think, to be one or the other? I, and like, yeah. oh, and trying to find that balance. They, and they identify actually, themselves as white, yeah. but actually I'm not because I've got brown skin and my yeah. hair's different. That was my fear that I didn't mm-hmm. want him to identify purely as a, as white and then question himself. Yeah, I'm glad that he he's got his uh, he's already thinking about already, his identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah and who he can connect with on yeah. certain things. And Elijah recently, so Isaiah okay. never right, and Elijah's yeah. obviously quite young. Yeah. So they are obsessed with Michael Jackson's music. Like they absolutely love him actually as an artist, and they love the song Black or White. And the other night, um, they were listening to the song, and then after the song had finished, um, the, the line goes, um, "You can be my baby, it don't matter if you're black, black or, or white. white." Yeah, he loves that bit. And then he came up to me, and he was like, "Be my, you can be my mama, matter if you're black or white." And then Isaiah went, "That's not the line, Elijah. That's not the words." And I went, hang on a minute. And he went, no, mummy's black or white. So he was saying, it's, it's, I'm saying, and then he pointed to my skin. And I said, no, oh. I, I said, you're right. I said, I'm white. And daddy's black. And, you're, and he was like, yeah. So he's actually, actually taking in what the lyrics, lyrics are saying. actually talking exactly. about and referring to. Yeah. Wow. And, and it, it really, it resonated with him because he's got a mum that's white and a dad that's black. Yeah. So I thought that was amazing. I just yes. thought, wow, he's already making that. And he's saying yeah, it doesn't matter if you're black. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I thought that was really... That perception yeah. on skin colour is yeah. just amazing, yeah. isn't it? Like... Yeah. Um, and as well, I think with like some someone like Michael Jackson, who started off black and had that skin you know, pigmentation issue, and then yes. white. So we t- we've talked a lot about that because I said, I don't understand. Like in this video, he's black. <laughs> And in this video, he's white, and I told him about yeah. that. I wonder whether he, that's where he's got like that idea of pigmentation yeah, or something Yeah, maybe, from. probably, yeah, it could have been. It mm. really could have been. Um, so then, obviously, that's great that they kind of really are passionate and really enjoy listening to Michael Jackson's music. Yeah. Um, and Isaiah's already kind of taking on the lyrics and what he's talking yeah. about. Um, I was thinking about, obviously, like, there was in the news a while ago about like children's books and that representation of different families mm-hmm. um, and also like films and children's programs. Do you feel like there is 
enough representation for your family I, and for like your boys. I think, honestly, genuinely, like I think BLM has kicked a new gear into it. Really, really mm-hmm. do. I feel like bigger companies are actually saying, you know what, there isn't enough guys that are diverse. Yeah. Me, for one, I know that I didn't have enough books in my house that had, you know, representation for the boys at all. Yeah. So I was like, right, I've got to. I've got to go out and, you know, buy some more books because I didn't actually even think of it. Yes. I didn't actually look at the books and think, oh, okay, are these, you know... This Can Isaiah actually identify yeah. with, like, have a, a character in yeah. the story yeah. and put himself in that kind of... Yeah, so that was... That viewpoint. A wake-up call for me as well. It's definitely heading in the right direction. direction. Mm-hmm. 100%. So I think, you know, you see now on adverts, there'll be, like, mixed race couples. Yes. There'll be white families, especially, like, the Christmas adverts. The adverts, yeah. And then the yeah. black families and... Asian, like it's just it needs to be and and that in, I think as well for where you've got the same sex um, exactly. kind of couples exactly. and you've got single parents 100%. and you could have like Taylor almost like the grandparent who's in there as well and is sort of the par- parental figure and I think this idea of that kind of mum and dad and children there's so many different yeah <laughs> like versions of that exactly you, you know you have two dads or two mums yeah. like it doesn't it yeah it's like Charles on one side has his grandma and his nanny who are together yeah. so it's yeah. you know and he's he's very, very well aware of yeah. that yeah. but he wouldn't think oh well why haven't I got a, a grandma and a granddad yeah. together because yeah. both his granddads are like single on their yeah. you know on their yeah. own so he doesn't so at the moment he hasn't kind of Ask I don't questions. think no, but no, to, it's, no. Normal. it's normal for him, yeah, and course. I wouldn't want to kind of highlight that to him, especially at the moment. Like if he asks the question, because definitely. this is every family's different. Every family yeah. is unique. So I think if he asks the question, then that's when exactly. you are prompted to be like yeah. and explain it to him. But he doesn't really need to. You don't really need no. to say anything otherwise. I don't no. think. Yeah. Um. So, what would be your ideal world for your boys to grow up in? That is a good question. Um, but just a fair, fair world. Um, that there was no discrimination. Mm-hmm. Ideally, honest, obviously, no racism. Um, but I know that's unrealistic. And we've got a long, long way to go for that to happen. But, yeah, I just want them to grow up in a fair world where they're given the same opportunities that any other, Yeah, you know child or man is given um and that their their life is a happy one and it's just yeah that's what i want (laughs) peace for everyone (laughs) equality peace and equality yeah Yeah, exactly um was there any sort of anything else that you felt like you wanted to kind of bring up or talked about i know you've talked about um blm quite a lot was there anything else you wanted to say on that or yeah, anything else that's kind of happened? Yeah, I mean, I know there was a lot of negativity around BLM, but for me, um, it was a bit of a wake-up. It was a wake-up. It was like, first, it, it like it affected me a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, BLM, the, you know, George Floyd's murder, and then everything else that came after yeah, the, that. Yeah, like the repercussions from it. The repercussions from it, from it mm-hmm. and the reaction in this country, in America... I genuinely felt that probably the best way to describe it is that I had my eyes open for the first time. Yeah. And I think it forced me then into the uncomfortable 
realization yeah that actually yes our country's moved on a lot in time but we, we still, still have, have a, so yeah it's such a long to way to go and that mm-hmm. like broke my heart for you know my children yeah. and for taylor and for my niece and my nephew and and just in general like i just thought i genuinely thought we'd got farther further along yeah, than what yeah. we had and then realizing and and i think it unearthed a lot of how like it unearthed a lot of racism as mm. well because people actually were saying quite blatantly online and on even on my facebook like i was seeing you know people say things and i'm like wow that's actually how you see this yes. this is actually how you feel um where you wouldn't have known before would you that so how do you feel about my partner and my children and you know um even like family members i had to have really uncomfortable conversations with Mm. it was like days where i was just crying and i just felt really but they were probably so important to have and actually like you said that kind of wake up but definitely i wouldn't have changed it no i'm like i'm glad that this has happened i want not glad obviously for george floyd but i'm glad the movement was happening yeah the kind of that raise raising of awareness i think it's really important that we've had that kind of eyes open Mm -hmm. to what our world is still like yeah um definitely and i think like i think like the, the the BLM and then um I think it, it kind of just ha- it, me and Taylor and then ended up having conversations and and talking about and really it was like for both of us it was educating us yeah like, it really was it's it kind was of like, like getting uncomfortable yeah, to, be, to com- be comfortable and having that those those conversations and I think it's just really important at, if anyone's listening just to just have those conversations even if it does make you feel uncomfortable even if you're not sure about something and you're like is this offensive do i you know can i say that or is that the right way you can even just say i'm really sorry i don't know yeah if this is offensive or not and i don't want to offend you but can i ask Ask you is this okay because then you know for future don't you rather than just being blind to it it's worse when people don't acknowledge it because then it's like you're not acknowledging the problem and you're not you're then a part of the problem you're not part of the solution so and I could imagine actually you and Taylor having those conversations probably strengthened your relationship because you kind of learnt things and about his childhood and how he was brought up Mm -hmm. and things that he's had to deal with and thought well actually I can I can see you in like a new light almost you know wow (laughs) like as like an inspiration for your boys then to think they've got such a strong role model yeah I, I don't want to, like, I was naive enough to think that racism didn't exist. I knew that it existed, mm. but I just didn't think it was as bad so as this, what it... Yeah, yeah. So that is. And I think is. I didn't understand the concept of, like, um, what is the term? Sorry, I'm trying to phrase it. Right. a bit funny. But it's it's obviously got, you've got blatant racism, and then you've got, like, society, society racism, like, racism that's just built into this society, mm-hmm. and that's understanding that, that I think is problem here in the UK and that, that's the problem that people don't want to yeah like admit or talk about but um but yeah I think as well like the Euros the day after the Euros honestly I was so emotional I just felt like devastated because I genuinely again didn't look at it like when obviously we watched the we watched the final of the Euros yeah. and we watched the penalties yeah and then we watched Gosh, yeah. what happened and I didn't yeah. think, oh my god, they were all black. And I didn't then think anything like that. 
my sister's husband, first thing he said, oh, they're all black. Yeah, and knew, almost knew. Straight away. Yeah. And Taylor that was feeling, this, you know, and we were like, me and Taylor, we were like, hopefully that's not going to come out. Surely that's not going to come out. I remember in my sister group chat, we were like, Yeah, surely people like, aren't still like gonna, that. Like, no. And then the comments that I saw online. It was just disgusting, wasn't it? Just. And then there was this thing that was going around on Snapchat or something like that. I mean, I'm not on Snapchat, but I did see it. Um, that, you know, if you do, like, slap a black person, a black person, if you do that, you get points. And it got worse, and it got worse, oh and God. it got worse. And that completely, like, broke me for the day. Like, I yeah. was so emotional. Because I just thought, oh, my God, this is this is where my... This is the country that my boys are living yeah. in. Yeah. That could have been and more I feel sun. unsafe. I you know, feel unsafe. Doing I didn't that, yeah. want Isaiah to go to preschool that day. I didn't want Taylor to go to work. Mm. I didn't. I felt so um, scared. Yeah. Because I was like, everyone is now looking at us. Everyone now is really oh okay. You know what I mean? It's been like, like, it like almost like, like completely blown. Yeah. yeah. Blown. No, no one had a problem. I remember pushing the um, the trolley around Aldi that that morning. I don't even know, like, I was just like, I was crying around Aldi and then, like, Elijah was giving me a cuddle through the trolley. Oh. I just felt like, even in Aldi, I just felt really anxious and yeah. just really... What, how are people now perceiving you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just made me think, oh, my God, this is what black people have to deal with All the time. Day. Yeah, all, all the, the time. God. And it is, yeah, it's horrible. But I just... Yeah, I just want people to accept that racism exists in this country, mm-hmm. as horrible as it is, and to be open to conversation, yeah. really. To and educate, to just, educate yeah, yourself, whether to, you're in the same situation as yourself, yeah, or, or whether you're bringing up your children. Just in general, bringing yes. up children, I think it's so important. Yeah. Just Across to make the them diversity, aware. isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Like, in every aspect. Yeah, because we could, obviously we've talked about a lot about skin colour, but mm-hmm. like we've mentioned, that every, like other families are unique, yeah. that some people have two daddies, or there's exactly. just a single parent or grandparent. Yeah. Um, but also your faith, your religion, mm-hmm. your culture, you know, yeah. we are entitled to, you know, have different religions yeah. and have faith and believe in different things. Yeah. You shouldn't be penalised no. or discriminated for that exactly. and I think the boys are growing up in a generation where things are going to be a lot different yeah. there are going to be you know there's like no, non-specific genders if, now I was just going to say know, where people like, aren't labelling themselves yeah, as so, and that's female gonna be, or male maybe that's going to be a bit confusing mm-hmm. for them sometimes it's still confusing for me yeah. like I don't know because it's all new isn't know. it and again yeah. there's so much terminology that yeah. comes with that and you, you don't <coughs> want to be seen as offending somebody And what's the right way to say that or how do I do that without upsetting that person yeah but I think you're quite right we just need to be able to openly ask those questions definitely yeah yeah but yeah that was that was a nice no no, thank you so much (laughs) Daisy I think it's such like a good topic yeah to talk about whether it's close to home or not Um, I think it's going to be relevant to a lot of people. So yeah, I yeah, really, yeah, I really you. appreciate you taking the time thank and coming you. and talking to us. No, I loved it. I love coming. <laughs> I love and yeah, I will say we'll probably listen to you again very, very soon. Yeah, we've got we won't give you the list. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Take care. Bye. Bye.